welcome to Socks on a Jaguar. I don't remember if I've done this type of intro before, but let me tell you, this here is the show about as weird as just your two hosts. So, what do we got today? It's been so long. We... You guys won't notice this because we already post very irregularly. Your number one host, Jared, and myself have taken, I'm going to guess, about a month, maybe even two months break. So let's do the math real quick. When did we stop? Before Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving. It is after Christmas now. It is. Yep. Before New Year's Eve. Yeah, so we're get, we're getting to two months. We're not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, it's been a while been a very long time it feels like forever this is a very awkward interaction for us but i am happy to say we are in a brand new studio location we have completely upgraded from our from my basement uh jerry why don't you tell us where we are right now um we're in a house well can you give more like a, a room specific yeah we're in the dining room of this house okay so Carpeted dining room. Carpeted dining room. We are in a carpeted dining room on a like round that. table. What, what? I don't like that. The carpet carpeted, or the dining carpeted, room? Carpeted dining room in general. I the thought you were saying like the verbiage of you saying carpet. Yeah, no, the dining room shouldn't be carpeted. You can rip it out because it's your house. Wow. Yeah, you're right. That's what you were trying to say, weren't you? Yes. This so is my house. Jared's had the, Jared got a house, and now, we're, house. now we're here. Um, surprised you didn't pick up on <laughs> but you've been moved in for so long. Yeah. Um, I mean, we haven't done an episode in this new house, so we have it's not been a while. It has been a while. Now, I, if you don't mind, I would like to give a virtual, like an audio house tour. Yeah. If you don't mind. Do that. Um, so if you want to add in a historical facts that maybe you were given when you moved in. But right away, it's a, when you walk in the front door into the foyer, I believe what it's called, you see the giant grand staircase right at the middle you now for my audio listeners have you ever seen the movie titanic and that scene with the massive staircase up the middle the hustle and bustle of the people imagine that it's not that though it's a little bit smaller but it's still grand and spectacular you do only have two chandeliers in the foyer which is a little disappointing because they're on both the left and right side you should really get a big one in the middle to really. You know, I think you might be right. Yeah. I think you might be right. Now, immediately if you take a left, you get into the carpeted dining room. Why don't you right. describe this a little bit? So the carpeted dining room, I'd say, is probably about a hundred yards by a hundred yards. It's a very big room. Uh, fireplaces on all four walls, yeah. and then one like right in the middle where the table kind of circles. We're actually sitting on top of that, basically, right now. Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, we don't have the fire going because no, that's the that crackling would be a and hazard yeah, and not too much good audio microphones. But um, yeah, I do have two chandeliers in here as well. Yeah. Um, I think I could fit a third one, maybe a fourth one in here as well. You could, but now, I think the fourth one might be a little too much. Now is this granite? What 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 is this? This table that we're on. The table. Like, the table itself. Is this quartz? What is this? No, this is actually pure malachite. Oh, interesting. I don't know what that is. That's That makes sense because you had I'm, no idea hey, what this was. I'm a, hey, I'm not used to this high-class living society. So if, for listeners who don't know, malachite is this like ripple effect, bluish-green uh, gemstone it's beautiful. that looks awesome. It is beautiful. I'm staring at it right now, and it is utterly fantastic. And, yeah, the whole table is just made out of malachite. This must be really heavy. I'm not even going to try and put this table up. It's oh, got to be pretty want, heavy. I don't want to try. Yeah, I might break it. It might be bolted to the floor, actually, though, with some diamond screws. Yeah, it very well could be. Now, one thing I am familiar with is not fancy gems, but I am familiar with cookware. So let's go to the kitchen next. Now, if you go up the grand staircase and to the right, it's my favorite room of the whole house is the kitchen. You've got like a whole restaurant kitchen in this thing. You got seven stoves, four ovens. Why do you need that many? That much? Well, so when I do have guests over, 
that are more than just yourself. Mm -hmm. So like when I invite the whole neighborhood, sometimes I invite like the mayor of the city and stuff. Yeah. Um, I will also invite chefs to come in and I was actually, gonna, I can't prepare all that food myself. So I'll have chefs come in and prepare those kind of foods. I do make every single recipe though and make sure that it's actually top quality. Yeah, I did see the giant golden like, um, what do they call that? Where you place a book on it. Um, pedestal? Pe pedestal with a, your, your cookbook. Your yeah. Famous cookbook. And I believe like the pages were look like gold they line. were gold. Line. Yeah. yeah. It is one Very of Very impressive. It, it looks like if you ever go to church and they have the Roman Missal. Oh. It's, it's a giant book. It looks like that, but it's a cookbook. It looks like a holy cookbook. It has literally 17 bookmarks in it. That's for all 17 different food categories. Set, yeah. <laughs> Jared, you are such a good cook that you almost make up food categories as you go. I basically do. Do you have, I mean, I know you wrote them down for a reason. Do you remember what they are? I do. What are they? When I write stuff down, it's for the other chefs. Oh, okay. So what are the 17 food categories? I don't want to give out that kind of information because most yeah, of the stuff secret. is secret. It's a secret. I can't let my top quality food go out into other restaurants. Yeah. Because then people won't want to come and visit my house. Yeah, and that's why on the pedestal it says, like, no-flash photography. I mean, we you yeah, that's why it has also, like, the gold chains as well. So at night, mm -hmm. no I'll wrap the book in the chains, lock it up that's with the uh, um, quartz and diamond-infused lock. Now, I haven't been the quartz basement. is for the look. But I, the quartz is fantastic on the cookbook. But what's in the basement? I've never been in the basement. So the basement is basically, um, see, it's it's... Just, you ever been to like a, uh, what are they called? Where you, those towers where you park? Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, it looks Parking like that inside with like. Interesting. How many stories is it? Because this house is very high up. So your basement is kind of like multiple stories. Well, yes. Um, not too many though, as much as like the house itself. It's maybe like three stories down underground. Yeah. Okay. But um, that's where I keep most of my, uh cars like the sports yes, cars yes. the um old like um is the 240z down there yes wow. i do have one of those yeah that's incredible now <laughs> i do find it peculiar you only have one chair in this entire house where are the rest of the chairs um and why do you, is is it your is it your chair yes that is my chair okay so the other you are currently making me stand while recording this right now and i yeah. find it very rude so and normally when i have other people over um i will only bring out extra seating for the uh most famous of people so like when the rock came over i went to get a it's like um you know when you go camping and you have those it's basically just um a fold-out chair two, two poles it's not even a fold-out chair because it doesn't have a back it's just the bottom part like it's, a stool. Yeah, it's a camping fold-out stool. You made Dwayne the Rock Johnson sit on a fold-out camping stool. Yeah. Hey, that's respectful, man. I'm, apparently, I'm not good enough as your number one host to get the fold-out I mean, stool. if we actually get this uploaded regularly, you might so, be able to get let's, the stool. Let's talk about this because it's a new year, new podcast. Stocks on a Jaguar. Grand... I'm looking. I'm looking for a sequel title, like a little subtitle, other than the show as weird as Socks on a Jaguar. Okay, what do you so, think? So like Socks on a Jaguar, back in action. Hmm. I'm liking it. So get this: Socks on a Jaguar, back in action, just like the original show Socks on the Jaguar, except this. Okay, <laughs> twice as many explosions. Twice as many laughter and a regular upload schedule. That sounds incredible. Where can I find this? You can find this where you have been listening to the Socks on Jaguar Anchor.fm, our wonderful hosts here, or on other listening platforms. But we still need to put What this can in. you do with Anchor.fm? Oh, Anchor.fm is a wonderful site where you can upload uh, for free and record your podcast. And you can also make money off of it. That's incredible. It'll also help you divvy out your podcast to other sources, like so Spotify. So you could like upload it to one spot, and it'll upload it to other spots for you. Automatic. That is amazing. 
Now, we, we do need to finalize. Oh, yes, we also have a special guest, our number one pet bird. Um, she has a real name, but I like to call her bird. We need to get back on topic yeah, here. Yeah, we'll get back Socks to on a jaguar, back in action. Regular upload schedule. So many explosions, twice as many as the last season. Season two of Socks on a Jaguar, back in action. Now, there's one, one catch here. I am, well, not, not one catch, one thing that's messing me up a little bit. I'm not sure if I just want to scrap everything else that we have and save that for, like, hey, we couldn't record this week, so here's a, a bonus episode. Or do I just keep on uploading what we have? Because it kind of feels like we're cheating the people. If I just, season two of Socks on a Jaguar, here's old content, old, old, stinky that does content. Sound, that does sound So I can keep that. Thing keep that for like, hey, we can't upload this week, here's an old episode. And that'll take a lot of stress off of me. What do you think about that? I think we should continue what we've been doing, except regularly. Yes. So not like, keep the episodes we already have and release them later. I think we should just... Just keep on going? Yeah. Okay, so we just won't tell. So starting now, Socks on Jaguar 2, back in action, right now. More Okay, okay, we're getting movie trailer. Yeah. So, do you have a day you upload these? Um, yeah, Wednesdays or Typically Tuesdays. Wednesday. Let's say Tuesday. Tuesday. All right. <coughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Socks on a Jaguar, back in action. Double the explosions and double the laughter. Can we do anything else? Um, we can if you want. Okay. Ha ha. <laughs> Those are the sounds you will hear on season two of Socks on a Jaguar. The show is weird as its two hosts. I like it. I like. Well, technically the show is weird as its the name. The show is weird as its name. Okay, perfect. Now, there's another big part of this season two joke we're going to be making. And we got to really get a something going. A fan base or something. I think we need to completely redo everything. So we're, during this process, we're going to be completely redoing everything, but we have a big announcement. So when you said redoing everything, everything. the first thing I think of was we're going to each individual fan of ours, and we're shooting them in the head <laughs> and getting new fans to replace them. We need new fans. No, our fans are fantastic. Okay. Um, speaking of fans, we actually got fan mail. You know you are right. Um. Now, this was our very first fan mail ever. And it's awkward because I don't remember putting an address or P.O. box out there. But we received fan mail. Here, um, I can read it out for you. Yeah, please you. do. I'm going to eliminate <clears throat> anything that might give out information. Okay. So uh, good, good. It says... Uh, this is our very first fan mail, read by Jared, your number one host. Hello, I'm a longtime listener from... And am a huge fan of the podcast. You guys have had the same picture for your podcast for a long time, so I figured you would like a snazzy new one. Mm. One of your fans requested that you come up with a name for the Jaguar and make it your mascot. I hope you like the new art. Sincerely, your number one fan, Georgia. This is amazing. Now, <laughs> so if you don't know, Georgia art. is our fan that had created the original picture we have. The original picture that you are currently looking at right now. They Georgia. might not be because we might Oh yeah, it might update. have a different one. Our original one, it's a fantastic picture, but it could have used improvements. It looks like a panther. Everything. It looks it like, a panther. like a panther. It's not even close to the jaguar. And it's kind of hard to tell it's wearing socks. It is wearing socks, but it's hard to tell. She, in this letter, attached a new picture of the icon that she has made. And it is, in my opinion, pristine. Top-notch. Fantastic. Indubitably more beautiful than anything else I've ever seen. It is. Besides besides what? Nothing. I wasn't okay. going to say anything. Um, <laughs> so, season two, that's going to be our new icon going forward. Mm -hmm. Double the laughter, double the explosions, regular upload schedule, new icon. We're getting there. But also, fans. Really need to step it up here. We're putting in this extra time. We need to do it. George is taking the step up here. We will read your fan mail 
if you want us to. We will read every single letter of fan mail that you send us on an episode of Socks on the Jaguar back in action. You can put in your letter that if you don't want it read out loud, we don't we won't do that. But we will still read it. Yeah. In, I'm, in, I'm per, in our personal time. Yeah. Like we won't do it on air. We, we, we kind of need a place that they can send it to, though, don't we? We do. We need, like, a uh, P.O. box. Okay, we need. We will talk about this after. Um, I didn't even think about that until now. Uh, stay tuned for future episodes of Socks on the Jaguar back in action, where we set up a P.O. box and we'll give it out to you guys to send us. I could just give them your address, too. And I, I would prefer it. you don't you do sure? that. Yeah, actually. I'm, I, now that I'm thinking about I it, I don't think you... I don't think you should do that. I might have. Like, what do you mean? What do I mean? Like I mean, what? season two of Socks on a oh. Jaguar is coming out. Can you imagine double the explosions? It's crazy. It's Did crazy. you know that two times zero equals zero? Yes, it's insane. That's kind of what I was going for, actually. It's like, we never had an explosion before. We could, no pressure on us. We could get some sort of explosion. Like, what do you anyway, mean? Anyway. Like an so, automated explosion. So, um, fans, y'all step it up. Okay? Let us know you're here. We should make an email account. Fans can email us. And uh, our number one fan, apparently. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Did make this card look very nice. She's got stickers on it. And is like, that Lightning McQueen? It is Lightning McQueen, and it says, keep up the hard work. Wow. I would have thought it said Kerchow. You know, but, like his um, catchphrase? Yeah, that works too. <laughs> I don't think Lightning McQueen has done a day of hard work ever. But um, I mean, he is a race car. Are you saying, do you remember when he first showed up in that town and they made him pull the tar machine? Yeah. Are you saying that's not a hard day's work, Jared? I'm saying, like, if you had to before pull, that, like, before the movie, he had not done a hard day's work. That's the lesson he learns in the movie. Is to do hard, do hard work. work. Okay, but, but like you, before, that. before you just made it a very broad term and said Lightning McQueen has never done well, a hard day's work. this Lightning McQueen in the sticker, because that's, like, before... No. That's his paint job. That's I like before everything. I see else the rusty. Rusty is right on top there. Exactly. That's the original one that he has. Yeah, but he, he has that also in the Route sixty six town. Yes, but that's when he's dusty. Are you this even is, a this cars is sparkly. Fan? Are you even a cars? Am fan? I a cars fan? Are you even a Pixar? Can you tell fan? me the name of the character who uh, was talking to herself and that goes like, "If you keep talking to yourself, people will think you're crazy." And Lightning McQueen says. Thanks for the tip. And she says, what? I wasn't talking to you. Yeah, it's Mater. No. <laughs> Lightning McQueen. Okay. Did you quick, even watch the uh, Toe Mater short stories? Yes, I did, because they were okay. on a commercial break for Disney Channel. I went to go to see uh, Cars 3 in theaters. I actually haven't seen that yet. It's, a wild, it's actually a really good movie, but I was very disappointed, because believe it or not, Lightning McQueen only said Kerchow once. What? Only He only said Kerchow one time. And it was like an indirect Kerchow. So the entire time I'm thinking, like, this isn't my Lightning. This isn't my McQueen. What's going on here? I think maybe lessons of learning that sometimes you just can't Kerchow through life all the time. I hope that's not the lesson. That's what I've been doing my entire life. Anyway, so I have a bird now. Talk about so your bird. So after I got my house, it was not even a week of having my house before I'm like, I need some sort of pet. And so I've been wanting a dog for forever. Yes. Since I was born. And you were never blessed with a dog. Nope, my dad would not allow dogs or basically any other pets besides fish. And fish are the most boring animal you can have. Some would argue potentially a lizard. Could you be can shut boring. your mouth. Okay. You know, I'll let you keep your opinion. But I don't want to You kill shut your, your mouth, I said. And, uh, do we it. Can talk about Listen to me when I'm talking to you. Yeah. I'm, trying I'm to telling you to do to something you. and you're not listening to me. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to kill your vibe here, so I'm going to stop talking, and you're going to... Yeah, you are going to stop talking right now. Yeah, for sure. So... I'm done. (laughs) Stop. Got it. So, this bird that I have now is my first pet ever. 
because I didn't want to fish, and that was the only thing I was allowed in the house. So it hadn't even been a week, and I decided, yeah, I need I need some sort of pet. So I went to my parents' house, grabbed my little brothers, said, hey, we're going somewhere. Let's go. And they're like, where are we going? I didn't tell them. So we ended up going to PetSmart. Not sponsored. And I was just looking around, and they're like, oh, you're going to get a dog. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, mm, you guys are close. I'm getting a pet, but not a dog. And so I'm looking at the birds, and they're like, you're getting a bird? I'm like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> and then this there? lady gave me this pamphlet with just a list of stuff that I should get. So I'm getting, like, normal seed, oat, whatever foods, but then also, like, treats and then, like, toys, water bottle things, a bath, food containers, a cage. You've so got to have a cage. Yeah. So I ended up getting all that stuff, brought it over here, set up the cage, and so here's the thing. Yeah. I am not actually too keen on other living creatures besides myself. Okay. So when they give you the pet, he comes in like this little box. Yeah. And like you're not a supposed to like box? yeah, you're not supposed to really have him in there for a long time because it's kind of restricting. Yeah. But um, after I set up the cage, I tried to, I opened the box. And he's just sitting there, staring, not moving a muscle. And I'm like, how do I get this guy in here without freaking myself and him out? Yeah. And so I kind of like try to pick up the box. But as I do that, he just flutters around the room. I don't know what's going on. So he goes up to a chan- like one of my chandeliers, yeah. lands on top of that. And I'm like, what do we do now? Because I don't want to get him. I don't want I don't. I don't like living animals, so I didn't yeah. want to touch them. I have to wait till I get comfortable with them, like I did with your dog. Yes. Which actually helps me get used to other dogs, too. Yes. Because then I'm like, George's family gets a new dog. I'm like, it's jumping on me, but I'm like, yeah. That's this awesome. guy's so cute. That's awesome. Yeah. But, but um, birds are a whole different story. Yeah. So I'm just like, turn to my older little brother. Yeah. I'm like, hey, uh. See if we can. I'll, I'll shut the door behind me, and you go in there, and see if we can get him in the cage. Okay. So I walk out, and apparently he just kind of like grabbed it, which is not something I would have wanted to do. Yeah. But he was, I guess after a while he didn't really struggle as much. But um, yeah, my little brother was able to get him in the cage. Get him back in the cage. Yep, and I put the cage where I wanted him. And he has stayed there since. So but, that, but I am building better trust with him. And eventually, I want to be able to be comfortable enough to have him on my finger. Nice. Or on my shoulder. And he can fly around inside the house instead of just the cage. That's odd. Now, the truth comes out of why we haven't had a scene bird out of the cage yet. I have not heard that story. That's a very good story. Oh, I'm very happy I wasn't there for it. Because yeah. I'm deathly afraid of birds. But I love Bird. Bird is great. Yeah. you. There was quite a bit of time where you would Snapchat me every single day asking, how's Bird? How's Bird? And I would just really, at some point, love that kind of attention for myself. Just like, hey, how's Jared? And I could just respond, oh, Well, maybe if you are as interesting as a bird, you might get that. I, I'm not as interesting as a bird? Birds, not a what's, human. What's interesting um, about a bird? Okay, well, here's the thing. Birds Compared to can me. sing. So you're saying I can't sing. Is that what I'm hearing? I'm just saying I've never heard you sing. What do you mean you've never heard me sing? I don't sing? know. You just look like a guy who can't sing that well. Kaysen, I know you are lying. You have heard me sing a multitude, a magnitude. Okay, okay. Many, many times. So both Jared... You know how much I love to sing. Jared and Bird can sing. That's a tie. Okay. What can Bird do? Bird can fly. I've been in an airplane once. I can fly. Bird can fly whenever it wants. Under its own weight and power. Bird wins. Okay? So two to one. Two to one. Now, what can Jared do that Bird can't? Probably fight another human. 
Bird probably can't do that. Mm-hmm. Two to two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're getting eat seeds. That's a tie. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure you are more than capable of eating some sunflower seeds. I've done it before. <sighs> oh, bird is white. But so are you. That's four. So he's he's getting more blue now that he's growing. Interesting. Interesting. Now, bird can't play video games. So you're you're up by one. You're up by one. But bird has three talons. That's true. You have two arms and two legs. That's so it's all tied up. So at the end of the day, all I'm saying is I don't know. You you just remind me of someone who won't swim that well. So I'm gonna give it to bird. So you think the bird can swim? Yeah. I would say a bird knows how to swim. It's not a duck. It's a parakeet. I think a bird still knows how to swim. You sure? Yeah. I don't know if parakeets know how to swim. It has a back of water. I took it out actually. It kept pooping in there. (laughs) Annoying. (laughs) I can't leave Good job, bird poop water in there. It's gonna be unhealthy for me. It would be unhealthy. That's how you get um chlorophylla. I don't know. Uh gonorrhea. No, that's not it. Hepatitis B, that's poop-related. That's if you get poop in your eyes, though, or your mouth. Isn't isn't that what uh, causes pink eye? Poop? Yeah. No, pink eye is just an eye infection. Well, I'm pretty sure it's an infection, like, from uh, pink eye. It could be bile, which is just in your body. And also in your poop. Do you want to know something interesting about eyes? What's that? Um... Mr. Blonde-haired, blue eyes. That's so yeah. ugly. What the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? You have anyway. to, You can't say that. I can't say... Oh, yeah. Okay. What the beep? Um, eyes. Here's what I want people to say. Um, I actually put the explicit tag on oh. every single time, but I don't think we have sworn. <laughs> we haven't had really any explicit content. No, we really haven't, but I do put the explicit tag on it just, just in, in case. case. <laughs> um... Eyes are a phenomenal thing. Um, But your immune system in your body doesn't know your eyes exist. Interesting, huh? Which is why eyes have their own immune system built into them. So when you get an eye infection... That's all on them? That's all on your eyes. And if you get sick and it causes damage to your eyes... Um, it will, your body as immune system will only try and filter out what's affecting the body because it does not know your eyes exist. Interesting. Now there are cases in which your immune system is able to figure out something where your eye sockets are, there's something there and it sees it as an organism. Now, typically what happens when your body and immune system identifies a foreign organism inside of you, it attacks it. No, naturally. Naturally. Um, and almost I've in seen every the, single situation where this happens, where your immune system identifies your eyes and is able to understand there's eyeballs here, your immune system will attack it, and it almost always leads to blindness because your immune system will just kill your eyes. Did not know that. It's very interesting. Now I have another fun fact. Yeah. So Beethoven, you yeah. know the great composer? Yeah. Ludwig von Beethoven? Really good at volleyball. Yes. Also a Saint Bernard. Sure. Yes, but I know Beethoven. Oh yeah, Beethoven. Okay, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, he was a great composer, right? Yes. I love his music. It's great music. I don't know if many people nowadays listen to it, but it's great. That's very good. Um. Especially Pure Elise. That's a good song. Very, very. Cli- cliche Beethoven song. But okay. It's good. I don't know the names of his songs. I d- I'll be able to I'll like recognize like a Beethoven song by like hearing it, but I don't know the names of it. It's just it kind of goes like. No, that's a Mozart song. That's you're Mozart. thinking of that one. I'm thinking of. That's that's not that's very cliche, and it's not as good as Pure Elise. I can't remember how Pure Elise goes. No, I'm pretty sure that's a Beethoven song. No, that's that's Mozart. No, because that's Beethoven that's, like that's number Wolfgang three. That's Wolfgang von Mozart. Wolfgang. I had a, His name is Wolfgang. I had a teacher. Anyway, in college. so 
Beethoven, Beethoven, at one point during his life, lost his hearing. Really? Did you know that? No. Did you know also that he continued composing after he lost his hearing? That is fantastic. Do you know how he would have done that? Just memorization, I'm guessing. No. He actually kind of would put a stick in his mouth and connect it to like the piano or something. And um, he would feel the vibrations from the stick through his jaw and compose through that. I That's believe, not I true. Believe. That's not, I don't, it very well pretty, could be true. I think, so, I think it's true, but I, I might re- be wrong about be some a- things. But he did compose after he was deaf. Have you ever been so passionate about something? Yes. And then been incapable unable to continue that thing? So you put a stick in your mouth and tried to play the piano too? No way, dude. I'm not that passionate about anything. Well, you're not Ludwig von Beethoven. If so. I was bad in the music and I lost my hearing, I would just not. I should get some vinyls of drop music. Beethoven. Hey, Beethoven. Ludwig. 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 Vig. Ludwig. L-W-I-G. Ludwig. Yes. Beethoven. Ludwig von, von Beethoven. Von Beethoven. Drop music if you can't hear. Don't make music if you can't hear. You can't enjoy the music. That's like if you... That's pretty rude. That's like if you got your hands chopped off and you're like, but my favorite thing is squeezing lemons. Okay? (laughs) So instead of... That's like telling someone who lost their legs to stop hiking. Yes, they should. Stop hiking. I've seen people who have lost all four of their limbs and they're just little nubs and they have special shoes and they go hiking. I'm saying that's inspiring. It's insp- that's awesome. They are un- unable to normally do what they love to do and that they still find a way to do what they do. That's cool. That's what Beethoven does. Beethoven's awesome. You can shut up. <laughs> it's very inspiring. And it's very like, wow, that's impressive. That's they, this, they really this is kind should. of why I was hesitant about doing it. Bird house. is going to be the best thing. To that happened on this podcast. Okay. But if you're physically incapable... Bird on a jag... Socks on a bird. Socks on a bird riding a jaguar. Right. We need to get bird on this cover. <laughs> um, if you are physically incapable of doing something without external, like, help. Now, people that go hiking and don't have legs. People that... Uh, can't hear and compose music that's very inspiring because they love something very much all i'm saying get a different hobby as well because <laughs> it's going to be hard for you to do that you should find something else to pass your time while you can't do that i can see where you're coming from because you get specifically love having a lot of things to do because you want to be a yeah. jack of all trades person Yes. Some people aren't built that way, and they want to do something because they love it so much. Okay. Jared, what do Just you want to do? What do I want to do? Yes. What's your What's your big hobby that you want to? My big hobby. Yes. Um, collect Pokemon cards. I will disown you. <laughs> I'm just Here's kidding. no. Can I I'm rant about Pokemon cards real um, quick? Can I rant about it? I'm. You're, I'm not going to be able to stop you. Okay. So here's the thing. Pokemon cards. It's becoming a thing. To collect Pokemon cards, they're Just valuable. Now. It's be, it's becoming more popular. Okay. Collect Pokemon cards, resell them for profit. So you'll buy an unopened pack Pokemon card, open it up. It's like gambling. See if there's any valuable cards in there. Now I know this is how it works for everything, but it becomes blindly apparent when it comes to Pokemon and train cards in general. Their value is like if you look at it from a money perspective purely based off of its popularity. While the physical card itself is just cardboard. It came out of a printer, like anything else. Sure, it's rare, but it's cardboard. And people are willing to pay $500, $1,000, $800 for a single card. Do you know what American dollar bills are made out of? Uh, It's literally just cloth. Yeah. No, I have a problem with the money dollar, too. Because we, ever since we got off the gold standard, paper money is worthless. Literally anything no, that, but, but here's what that I'm people saying. have used for currency only has value because people have put value into it. Unless you're going off of most currency, which is based off the gold standard. 
So like back in the day, a dollar was worth a dollar of gold, which has value to it. But again... But why does gold have value to it? No, that's what I'm getting at. Is this becomes stupidly apparent when it comes to things that I don't understand, like Pokemon cards. So this Pikachu card, let's say it's worth $25. They, It's rare, okay? Well, where did they get the value of $25 from? Where did they come up with that? Well, they probably did some math and said, well, it only gets printed in this specific pack, and they only made this many of the pack, and you had a one in eight chance. No, all it is literally is just that's how much people are willing to pay for it. But that's it's the supply thing is people and demand. aren't buying it. They're just making up numbers for this thing and saying, hey, this Pikachu is worth $25. This Charizard is worth $800. Do you really think anyone's buying these Charizards? No, it's a cardboard-like card. It yeah, doesn't but... make sense to me. I hate it. Um, now, should say, if you're into that thing, whatever. It's gambling. I'm addicted to gambling. I like it. No, but not. it's just like, I love gambling. You're not addicted. Okay, to then why do I have like three gambling apps on my phone as we speak? You're not playing it, though. Right yeah, because I'm recording. That'd be very unprofessional. Yeah, but people who are addicted to stuff do it in unopportune times because they are addicted to it. They need to be doing it. Yeah, but they're not doing it constantly. And they need to a be, like... A coke addict isn't constantly yeah. high in cocaine. Some would disagree. Okay, let me think of a better example. A gambling addict isn't always at the casino. That's true, they because need, he needs they to, need to spend to his money somewhere, because he likes exactly. to have the money. Exactly. But other than that... So I'm spending my money here. See, that's the thing. If you were addicted to it, all you would be spending your money on is more gambling. Okay. Instead of gas to record a pot. I guess that's fine. Sure. Yeah. Now, some would argue you can be addicted to video games as well. That's true. Are you... Are they constantly playing video games? Um, or do they have to take a break every now and then? Because even though you're addicted to something, you need to take a break. Yeah, people, like, they'll go to sleep. But, uh, um... It's not always... It's not really... Okay. So I guess, I guess technically, gambling... Video games, that sort of addictions, they're not... They're not physical addictions. They're not really it's addicted to that. What they're addicted to is the dopamine that they get once they uh, receive rewards in those things. Okay. So that's how also some people can get addicted to their phones. Is, um, exactly. Every time they uh, get a notification or something, it's a, just a bit of dopamine. So that's why people like will check their phones all the time. They gotta get the dopamine from the notification. So, um, it's not something like drugs, which are the literal thing that they're addicted to. That's what they mean. It's not an indirect Imagine uh, if uh, addiction. It might even be a thing. Do you think you could make dopamine in pill form? I feel like they... I don't know. I feel like that'd be very dangerous. Yes. Could could you OD on dopamine? I mean, dopamine is a very, like... Instant, short instant gratification yeah short um, working drug but if i took five pills of dopamine i would be very happy for like 20 seconds i guess yeah this is dangerous this is getting in i don't know if it's a thing or not it might be a thing um anyway pokemon cards yeah one of my favorite uh content creators he opens up pokemon cards kind of as a hobby but whenever he does, I'm just like, man, to me, this has no value. So I would never do this. But to other people, it has value. And that's where it just becomes so blindingly obvious. It's like at any moment, people can drop this as a hobby and the value instantly goes down. And that's not worth it to me. That's, that's literally a- for anything. Like literally, if the entire American people just decided, no, we don't think dollar bills are yeah. worth anything anymore the entire economy could just collapse the entire, they, we if have the power could. to just and be like no it, that's not that's, that's not worth that's anything not it, it really is we isn't. think that um toilet paper is actually worth something now it was they worth kinda, something yeah. for a while yeah. um but like literal toilet paper not just like the use yeah. of it yeah like um, that'd be the currency but yeah like that's the problem with like currency and like you said anything in general it just becomes so blindly apparent when it comes to something like trading cards mm-hmm. to me that I get angry about it. Yeah. That is why I just get angry people about should invest in American. something that is worldwide known as like holding some sort of 
monetary thing like gold or silver. Something physical instead of something not See, physical. Gold, I also don't get, understand. Because okay. when you buy gold, yes. what would you do with it? You keep it at a bank or a mint. And till you die? Well, you can get it mailed to you. But like... You just have it until you die? Well, you can sell it again. Oh, so the point of buying it is in order to sell it. Yes. Where's the value in that? It doesn't have value because it's not useful. You can do a lot of stuff with gold. You can craft. You can do whatever. You can. It's a famously known. But it's not even a a good material. It's a very soft metal. It's a soft metal that's just shiny. You can make brass, which is much cheaper, do the same thing, but it's even stronger. Huge hypocrite here, but because it's rare. Gold is rare, is worth money. So, since it's rare, the Charizard is more expensive, just like the gold is more expensive, because you're comparing Charizard cards to gold, even though it's made out of cardboard, but this is made of gold, which has possibly less use in um, more of the society. I feel like there's less people using gold in everyday things that they do compared to people who play Pokemon and use their cards. Okay. You're, you're actually making me think a little bit here because in my mind, the gold standard is the end-all, be-all for currency, and that's what everything should strive to be. But now you're realizing, I just got to take one more step back and I'm back to nothing. Yeah. I think monetary standards, hmm, what, hmm, what, what would that be? What should be the standard? What should be the standard? Now, if it's not, Precious material like gems or like ore, like it currently is. Mm-hmm. What could it be? It could be livestock. It could be I think, people in general. I think but now we're getting be, into slavery terms. I think it could be maybe some of the most useful and like needed things in every human's life. Food, water. water. I was thinking water. We're getting to that point in life right now. Because they just added water to, like, the world watch and the stock market. You can now buy water in the stock market. I mean, it just Because makes it's becoming a valuable resource. Because it's useful, unlike cardboard copies of cards. And, now, like, you don't need Charizard cards. You don't need... Squirtle cards. You don't need gold. No. What do you need? You need water to live. Now, here's my problem with the water. It's thing. very abundant. It's very and abundant, so it's got to be worth nothing. But what happens to all the inland land that's not on the coast? They're going to become broke as hell because all the coastal land is going to charge the hell out of this water. That's salt and water, though. The ocean's salt you water. You can purify water. Yeah, but it's easier to just like find a spring. Well, exactly. That water. Still, for every for the entire water on the coast, and for every spring in the in the mainland, there's still on the coast is going to be more abundant, and they're going to be able to sell that. So why don't they just do that Transporting water is really people expensive. sell water bottles. Why don't they just well, use all the coast water? Transporting water is stupidly expensive, and purifying water is expensive. But if that's the standard, it might be worth it because the coast is going to say, "Look at all this." free water we have. All we gotta do is boil it a couple times. Yeah. No shit. They're gonna get free money. So... Only because it's salt. Sea salt is salt. Exactly. Sell so two birds with one stone. Plus, you sell people the sea salt, now they're thirsty, comes back to water. We should start That's just mean... That's business. That's mean business. That's business. This is why I don't think I could be a business guy, because <laughs> I'm too nice to, like... Hey, you want a water bottle? Well, we also got some salt here. What's so mean about that? It's fresh. It's free. Take it. Isn't there a Calvin and Hobbes comic where, um, like, Susie sets up, like, a water stand? Oh, no. Um, I don't think it was Calvin and Hobbes. I don't know. Somewhere, they set up, like, a salt, a cup of salt stand. And so they'll be like, hey, you want just a cup of salt? Like, what's that for? And then next to them is, like, down the line is a water, water stand. And it's probably and it's, like, really expensive. <laughs> no, Like, I, the cup I'm of salt sure is, like, 25 cents, yeah. and the water is, like, 75 bucks. I would do something spicy. 
for like a dollar, and then milk. a cup of milk for like twenty. That's business, baby, right there. Yeah. Now, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think it would be water. I see where you're coming from. I don't think it'd be food either, because then everyone would start growing their own food, and bam, we don't need an economy anymore because we're all farmers. Mm-hmm. What could it be? And I'll tell you what it definitely can't be. It can't be art, because that a lot of people are like, well, we should just go off of art now. Some well, people like, are inherently going to be less not a good art. People argue about what is worth art and what the stuff. Art yeah, art is another art stupid. Confuses why me. is that so expensive? You can well, draw a little line on a blank canvas, and it's worth thirteen million bucks. A lot of um, modern, like new artist type of things, use art as actually a front for. Um, like smuggling money like a lot of mobsters back in the day they would use art instead of just transporting money so they'd buy a really expensive piece of art that was a thousand dollars let's say quote unquote to transfer that then they'd sell it and it's an easier way of smuggling money is through art so a lot of art is actually used just to smuggle money You remember, I can't remember what his name is. He was a really famous artist, and he drew or painted this beautiful picture, and it sold at auction for, like, millions of dollars. You know what picture that was? No. I'm trying to figure out what the artist was. Uh, I really don't know what it was, but you would recognize the story. And as soon as it sold at auction for millions of dollars, um, the guy had it automated to a push of a button start going down the frame and the bottom of the frame was shredded and shredded the paper or the painting as soon as it was bought why here's i the have fun, heard of that here's the why? funny thing it was actually worth more money in pieces than it was as a whole people were willing to pay more money for it like millions more why though? this is what i mean money is confusing how does the thing yeah. that makes the world function get its value? I don't know. So what would it be? It's not art. It's not water. It's not food. It's not livestock. It's friendship? No, that's stupid. What? Friendship is magic. Friendship is magic. But like as a monetary value, you can't say like, hey, I gave you, I held the door open for you the other day. Yeah, I guess Give me a girl. How, how would you put a price on friendship? Because so like it's so no, you can't. abstract. Like, like the same, like, Two friends could have different views of their friendship. Exactly. So this is why it's just like it's easiest for me to go off of like gold, gold gems, like physical things that you can see that were, or just I don't know. Water doesn't make sense to me it, because we use it right now. No. Gold makes precious materials make the most sense to me. Um, gas, oil, oil, gas, oil. Yeah, that seems that would to be make a sense. very popular. Yeah money topic it is um energy yeah that would be an interesting one um you know you know what kind of um boils my <laughs> i don't know what to say what, what i'm saying onions. here you know what really boils my waters yeah what really uh, takes tell. my clocks do tell do just tell. just totally do tell. pours my beverage do tell. when cans your peaches so Nuclear energy yes. is extremely efficient, um, efficient reliable yeah. nowadays, um, eco-friendly, yeah, it really is, and powerful. But the reason people don't like it is because of other nuclear power plants that have done like ended up in you know, bad situations. Yeah, <laughs> but there's so many like upgrades to it that it's like so much safer now here's my one problem with nuclear power plants and it's all the uranium that we just have to throw away it's completely radioactive and you actually have to like there's bury sites where we have been burying uranium and it's just gonna sit there for millions of years before it's even safe to go around those areas again we used to just dump it in the ocean isn't the radioactiveness of the uranium that's what they're grabbing for power? That that is, but when it, it, but it's not like consistent. Like it, uranium goes bad. 
so it's they only, have to throw it away. I like read this stuff, but I f- always forget like what's actually in the articles um, and stuff. Uranium, but like you can't just throw a bar of uranium and get unlimited power. You're gonna get a shit ton, crap ton of power. Sorry, I've been swearing a lot. You're gonna get a crap ton of power from that uranium, but you're gonna use the energy from it, and you gotta replace it, and you gotta put that wasted uranium that's extremely radioactive somewhere. Mm-hmm. You used to dump it in the ocean. We're told we can't do that anymore. So we, we're burying it. We bury it in Arizona right now. And uh, it just sits there. Um, I've read somewhere that an even more uh, useful material instead of uranium, I believe, is thorium. I believe that's the one material. And it's like way safer it doesn't um produce as much radioactive decay yeah. as like uranium does oh, it's been so long since i oh, yeah. it was like around like our second episode we recorded honestly that i read about this so it's been forever it's been like a year but there's there's still like tests they have to do to make sure it's safe yeah, but it sure. sounds like they're on the right track for getting a m- even better use than uranium yeah. Out of thorium. I I mean I'm not really a big fan of wind powered energy. I don't. It's not efficient enough for me. Um, plus, it takes up a lot of materials to make. Uh, it's worth it in the long run per se, but no, it's just not it's efficient. Solar energy is a much more eco friendly yeah. thing. It doesn't kill birds, but it also warms up the planet a lot faster. I don't know what people that really have a problem with nuclear energy. Because, like, other than what I said, which it really isn't a big deal. It's just, like, it's one of those problems I feel like we're going to hit. And once we realize it's a problem, it's going to be too late. Like, we just have too much uranium buried underground. I don't know what that would do. I don't know what that would mean. It just feels like a problem that's just waiting to happen. I still don't really but exactly understand why you, why you have to throw out the scrap uranium. But I guess I'll have to read that. Uh, yeah, I could show you a video on it or something. Uh, no, it's just like, that's my only problem. That's not even a big gripe. I'd rather have that than speeding up uh, global or climate change. I mean, it's natural. Yeah. I mean, I, I just said it's one of the things we have to get out of here. That's true. Why don't we just leave? Go to space or something. Go to Mars. It's about our time. We've been here for, I don't know. A very long time. Now this is what was really no, missing. not a very long time, honestly. And if you look at the whole whole scale of the Earth, we've been here long. Enough. Earth life, we've been here long enough. Yeah. Here's what's really messing me up. End of the world's coming. It is. Maybe. Buy gold. On gold. Buy gold. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's really messing me up. I was thinking about this the other day. So I was reading this article about bears. Yeah. What were you just doing? No, I just. So, the whole climate thing. Yeah. So, that's how the world works. Yeah. The climate changes so often for being such, like, you nor, to us humans, it's yeah. like thousands, maybe a couple million years yeah. where it changes um, to, like, actually change the ecosystem around it. But in the whole scale of the world, we just gotta it's, adapt. it goes by quick. It does. It's not like it's a... I, if we have to live through another un, ice age... It's not like a thing. We can stop. It's really not. And, and, and we're sure. probably not even speeding it up that much. I mean, I mean, depends on who you ask. I don't uh, really know. I don't look into it. But when I look into like all this... like You know how much I love like, yeah. listening to dinosaur facts. But it's not just dinosaurs. It's all all sorts of prehistoric um, stuff I look into. And it's just like... The world's changing so often. It is bonkers how often it changes. And if we've made this far, we got to learn how to make it through whatever the next adaptation of Earth is. Continents have moved the, around the, the whole, world. The whole landmass was usually used like, to be just one, one big continent. Yeah. The world changes, I and think, it's rapidly I changing. Think the question is less of how do we stop it from happening, but more how do we adapt from that's that is the better question to ask but no one's asking that question no everyone people likes need to cushy, be asking how do we adapt true. not change is part of everything you can't just stop stuff it it's 
buy gold Ugh. and listen to this bear fact real quick. Bears. Okay. <laughs> um, so I was reading this article about bears, and I they're talking about how quietly a bear moves mm-hmm. because it was padding on its paws. Now, when you think of a bear and how deadly it is, how scary it can be, I bet its stealth isn't the first thing that comes to mind. It's usually its claws are really sharp. It's strong. They're big. They're durable. They're thick and they're they're thick boys. Thick. But this article said now, obviously, if you were just looking straight forward, and a bear was charging from behind you, you probably wouldn't be able to hear that bear, like running at you, until it was about twenty feet away. That makes sense. Yeah. That's crazy how silent it can sprint at you. Mm -hmm. That got me thinking. What other hidden like little attributes of animals just like that we don't know about and because of this i think of how noisy people are it's like if we had to be thrown back in like the let's say we even had spears and some sort of weapon but get rid of all the buildings get rid of everything like everything man-made get rid of mm-hmm. just really give us our knowledge humans would be so bone in the wilderness nowadays i'm pretty nowadays, sure yeah 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 because like all these animals are they have an unfair advantage the only thing that really actually kept us from not dying off is our use of tools yeah but animals have such an unfair advantage like ants they they have this like hive mind mentality where they can communicate for miles away with each other bees communicate through bees, dancing. bees communicate through dancing these animals are cheating we don't stand a chance. Bears are stealthy creatures. And how many times are you hiking through like a, a, a hill, anything, and you're like, man, I really haven't, I've, I've heard a couple squirrels or something, but I really haven't seen any animals. This is kind of weird. There's animals there. All the time. I guarantee it. But those things are so sneaky and stealthy, you just don't know they're there. Mm-hmm. And that blows my mind. It, it's crazy. I don't understand how these animals, deer, can hide like five feet away from you and you'll never see they're there. Yeah, if you look at a deer and like... Oh, sorry about that. If you look at a deer and it is like just, you know what you know what deer yeah. look like. They're just the weird they're deer. brown and with the little underbelly white and the tail white. Yeah. I'm talking about white-tailed deer, that is. You wouldn't like look at that and think, man, that would be good camouflage. No, but, but once you put them in the wilderness, it's just like, holy cow, you can't see can't that thing see until it. it moves. Exactly. And they stand so still sometimes. And even then, like I think of rodents, where it's like, how many rodent nests am I walking on top of when I'm like going in those heights or something? Yeah. Like how many creatures are currently underneath me, just in the ground? How many creatures are in that tree? How many birds are flying around? They have uh, unfair advantage in numbers. Uh, environment, it's like not fair. We'd be boned. We're dead. I don't know if you could like say like they have numbers compared to us. If you count every single but, animal in the world, but I mean compared like, to every single human in the world, I'm pretty sure they outnumber us. That's not what I'm talking about okay. though. You got to think of how the the different animals count against each other as well. Because it's not just okay. humans. Okay. Animals attack. They now, attack each other. You've what? seen bears attack. Well, not like... Oh, wait. You've seen videos. You probably haven't seen a well, actual bear attack. Well, there's predators prey and exactly. stuff. So they're going to be against each other. So I don't really see how you can count numbers against okay. them just one by one on one. Now, you, Jared, yeah. you need to compare and put a, like a difficulty level on humans. Let's just say no weapons, just our hands, our brains. Let's say they no basic combat. Um, oh, no basic combat No basic knowledge. combat knowledge, but they don't have any weapons. Okay, so here's what the What kind of animals would they be able to take on in a fight? Here's the question. Yes. So, no basic combat knowledge, but do they have the, um, I don't know what it's called, but like the body comfortability and like know how to handle their body at least. Like, do are they capable fighters? So, like, let's say, I'm just saying, let's say a typical saying, army recruit. They've been they're good enough okay, to that's, make that's it. That's still through. combat training. 
Those, yeah. They're combat trained. But they're also capable. They've been able to pass, like, basic training and stuff like that. I'm just saying, they're, like... They're, they're still kind of on average with an average, like, citizen because they're not martial artists. But they still okay. know how to throw a punch. They okay. know how to, like, stand. I know what you're talking about. You're, you're, you are answering my question. Yes. But I'm just... I wanted to use this analogy how people who can throw a football... Yes. Let's say, they they can like look natural when they do it. You know, yeah. they you know how people look when they throw a football. Yes. Now let's say someone who hasn't thrown a football before throws a football. It looks kind of awkward. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like some someone can like handle themselves and like properly uh, use their body yeah. how a punch would act, but they maybe they haven't done it before like done any training before but they know how to punch the first time you punch someone you're going to hurt your hand i don't care how much training you have the first time the first time you actually make contact with somebody like in a fight you are and you you're pretty much gonna hurt your i don't know if the second punch no the first one is gonna punching a wall is my first contact hard contact no like there's there's a difference between a a person like there's something you just can't react to but let's say, yeah, they know how to control their body. But mm-hmm. I don't know when you're fighting an animal how often you're going to be punching. I mean, I think it's going to be more grappling and more strangling. I think punching can be very uh, useful thing to more scare off. Because I could see a bear coming at you and you just knock it right in the nose okay. and stand your ground. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I've seen people doing punch that kangaroos. will like scare. Okay, no. and kangaroos okay. Don't kangaroos are jerks. Okay, <laughs> they are a whole different subject. Okay, I've seen people I don't think I don't think kangaroo, I don't think a full sit there trained like <laughs> professional boxer could take an actual kangaroo. Okay. okay, okay, but yeah. So let's say they know how to use their. They know how to fight. They know how to use. They their don't body. know how to fight, but they know how to use their body properly. Exactly. Okay. Now, I'm going to start naming animals, and you tell me if they'll win in a one-on-one fight. Squirrel. Yes. Okay. Most bugs, I'm going to say yes. I'm just going to, I'm just going to assume that it's just one at a time. Yes, one at a time. Yeah. Um, I'll uh, say if it's not. A dog. A German Shepherd. German Shepherd. Um, a yes. wild one, not a trained one. Yes. Okay. What about a bobcat? Or what's, um, the, what's the tiny, like, big cat? Uh, it's a bobcat, right? Yeah. Yeah, a bobcat. Or a lynx. Or lynx, yeah. Um, those guys are slippery, though. They are slippery. Cats in general are super slippery. I don't know if, I don't know if someone could, okay. that's where I think the punching would be helpful, because you're not grappling them there. Yeah. So okay. if you just, like, punch a cat, it might scare you could, out. like, take it out, okay. knock it out. So, so let's say, yes, then. Now let's take it up a little bit further. Uh, a wolf, I don't think a human would be able to fight. Um, a very capable one like high high on that one spectrum that we talked about okay very like capable in their own body a wolf one-on-one without any weapons i think so but Um, okay now let's say let's say this then now they don't have weapons but if they find a rock on the ground they can pick that rock up and use it they can use kind of the natural elements around them let's say so like if there's a rock if there's a heavy branch they can pick that branch up keep that in mind okay Black bear, cub. Black bear, cub. I don't see the cubs as, as extremely aggressive. Okay. What about just a regular deer? Regular. Oh, no, that's aggressive. Like a uh, deer is going to attack. You. Doe or buck? Let's go with doe. I think you could take a doe. What you about don't have a buck? to watch out right now. Antlers are sharp. They are sharp. And deer can are fast, and when they want to stampede and stomp on you. They're, they're not extremely heavy, like if there was if there was a horse trampling you, yeah. but you you definitely should watch over, watch for the antlers. But if you get a good get a good grip on them, I think you could take it down quite easily okay. after that. Moose, no, no way, no way, no, no way. way in heck. Most of the big cats are going to be a no way. Um, the only one I like can smaller really see big is cats. like a cheetah. Maybe yeah. you can fight a cheetah. Because they're light. They are pretty light. But like I was saying, cats are really slippery. Yeah. So the bigger cats, I don't think, 
like punching is going to be as effective. I as think with it's the tiger. Ones. A tiger. Tiger a lion, would, They're just going to pounce on you, you and you're dead. Yeah. As soon as they get you on the ground. You're but dead. they're stupid. You can wear a mask of a face. That's what people do. They wear masks of faces on the back of their head so that tigers think that they're being watched. Really? Because they're o- they they will only attack if um, it's a surprise attack. Cows. Could you fight a cow to the death? I no, I don't think so. Cows are fat and big. They are big. It's hard to take that down with nothing else. Um, a boar, not a pig, a wild boar. No, no. Those things are brutal. No, those are worse they than cows. They bite. They. They might be worse than they charge. Mice. They might be worse. They're up there. Those things are dangerous. They so got like, their tusks. So there's not many things that a person could fight in one-on-one combat without any tools. Yeah. So yeah, we're bummed. Yeah, we're bummed. Anyway, we're reaching that time. Yeah. So are we gonna have to close up here then? Uh, I think so. Um, I forgot how we usually end the episode. I think it's just we're like, see you next time, oh, yeah, and see then we're like, okay. oh, yeah, we don't yeah, see yeah, you. Yeah. Okay, I do remember. So uh, thank you guys for watching. I just want to. Oh yeah. Have a shout out to uh, our number our number one fan, as it says here, it does Georgia. Um, for sending us our first fan mail. Thank you. I love the stickers. Thank you very much, Georgia. We are hanging it up on one of Jared's multiple fridges in uh, his new house. Mm -hmm. Um, But this has been the Socks on a Jaguar, the first episode of season two, back in action. Was that what we called it? More explosions, Double the explosions, double the laughs. That might be be a a hard time. time. It's going to be a fantastic time. But we will see you guys next time but i mean we don't see them oh yeah i forgot we we'll talk to we'll you next talk, time yeah we'll, we'll get you next time have a good one hello everyone and thank you for listening to this episode of socks on a jaguar this is your number one host speaking Kason, and we just got a few announcements before you go and enjoy the rest of your day if you would like to reach out to us we now have an email and twitter account our email is sojpodcasting at gmail.com. And if you'd rather tweet at us, just tweet at Socks on the Jaguar and we should get the message. As for the people who stole all the emails regarding SOJ podcast, SOJ pod, I hate you and I hope you die. Other big news, merch is being planned for the near future. We will keep you guys updated on that Twitter about further events with SOJ. This is the first episode of season two, and we're excited to finally get our ducks in order and start acting like semi-professionals. I want a huge thank you to everyone that has stuck with us, the few people that you are. We really enjoy doing this, and it's been a blast so far. So thank you very much for putting up with uh, the bad episodes, the good episodes, and in general, just putting up with us. It really means a lot. Anyway, that's all I got for you guys, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.